Bobby the Boomer. His mission is to inspire belief, rekindle his clan's fire, to revive the hopes and dreams of his tribe so they will rise up once again. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. Nope. It's Bobby the Boomer. Bobby the Boomer. Hey, Bobby. Bobby boy. Yes, Grandpa. Go fix it the world. Here's Bobby. Well, this is Bobby the Bummer, the baby bummer's brother, coming to you today in my mobile studio, as always, on a pretty nice day here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I hope wherever you are, it's a nice day there, too. So, what are we going to talk about today? Well, in past episodes, the last episode, we talked about lessons that I learned from Unleavened Bread, and I hope you enjoyed that. And if you didn't listen to that, or some of my other episodes, you can go ahead and scroll down to the listening platform that you're on now or the one that is your pleasurable one and you can see the different titles most of the time whatever the title is it's pretty self-explanatory i do try to pique your interest a little bit like with today's title and the next title or now i'll get to that a little bit but if you want to you can go ahead and subscribe to bobby the boomer show and every time a show comes out you'll get notified and you won't miss a single one not even one and when you look on the show notes on iTunes or the listening platform of your pleasure, you can see the difference. Just scroll down and see all the different titles of the shows, the episode numbers and names. And the more people that subscribe, the more people will get to know about Bobby and we can get our Baby Boomer Tribe up and going and rising back up again to the greatness that we once was. Yes. And if you want to give me a rating, that'll help out too. iTunes ratings are pretty easy. It's one to five. One is the lowest. Five is the highest, which means five is the best. But you give me what you think. And if you're able to leave a review and a comment, whether it's good or bad, you do what you want to do. I'll try to be big boy and I will take the constructive criticism. And if you flame me or something, well, I just guess I'll get over it because everybody's entitled to their opinion. Yes, they are. So, what is the title of today's episode? Today's episode is Don't Do It! You've heard of the famous title or the famous saying, a slogan. I won't name the brand, but you, there's a saying for a popular brand, a popular saying that says, Just Do It! Well, today's episode is Don't Do It! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what is it that you don't want to do? And like I was saying, I have these uh, try-to-be-little-catchy titles to get you interested so you want to listen. Yeah, so don't do what? Don't do what? Because next episode is going to be Just Do It. And you might say, Just Do What? See, that piques your interest, hopefully. So you'll say, Well, let me listen in and see what Bobby's talking about. See what he's getting on to here. So, what do I mean when I say, Don't do it? Well, what is it you're going to do, or you're fixing to do, or you're thinking about doing, or you got a little desire, a hankering to do? Then in your heart of hearts, deep down in your belly, in your gut, you know, they say go with your gut feelings. Well, you know, you get that gut feeling, you're going to do something and you say, I'm going to do this. It looks like that sounds like a good idea, but deep down in your gut or in your knower, you say to yourself, that still small voice says, don't do it, don't do it, I'm telling you, it ain't going to go well, whatever it is, don't do it. Yeah, like having that fourth piece of pie or uh, drinking that uh, seventh or eighth beer or like, oh, 
you know what I'm talking about now, right? Whatever it is. Or, hey, I'm in my 60s and I think I'm going to go hang gliding. <laughs> and you got two shoulders messed up and needing rotator cuff surgery. You know, that's something you just want to tell yourself. I think uh, wisdom would tell me that that ain't a good idea. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah, it could be a big thing like divorcing your husband or wife or leave, I guess, leave somebody that you love. Uh, well, if they really ain't done nothing wrong and you're just having a bad hair day and you're just mad at them because you didn't fix your whatever or she didn't do whatever it was that you asked her to do and you just ticked off and you just want to change the scenery so you're just going to leave. I'm going to leave. I'm going to get up and leave. I'm going to take care of the house. I'm going to take care of the family. I'm just go ahead and get in my car drive as far as I can drive. Don't do it. Don't do things that are going to be hurtful to you and your family and people you love. It's like, here's a... Okay, so, so maybe I'll get a little goofy and extreme. So let me give you a better example. A real-life Bobby the Boomer did this. A true story that is something you need to do. Or don't do in this case. You get tired of your job. You're really ticked off. you got a pretty good job. It's not really that hard considering you're working indoors and they don't treat you real bad. Your pay is not too bad and the work's not hard. You're not digging ditches. You're not out in the burning sun, which I've been doing that. You're not in the freezing cold. You're not in the rain carrying the mail like I used to. And if you're a mail carrier, thank you for doing all that for me because I used to do that. But you're not in oppressive things where somebody like overseas is putting you in a gulag and whipping you if you don't put out enough pieces of equipment or pieces of whatever it is that they're making you do. It's uh, like, you know, you just don't like it. Your boss don't look at you right. You don't get promoted enough. You don't have enough. You don't have the kind of money and notoriety you want, so I'm just going to quit. I'm going to get up and I'm going to quit. Don't do it. <laughs> Bobby done it a couple of times. And you know what happens when you do that? You quit something that you don't like or you just uh, quit a job or school or something that you should have stuck with <laughs> that that thinker down deep said don't do it stay with it yeah well you know uh i didn't listen to that i just listened to my raging whatever it was at the time sometimes emotions are good but sometimes you go to spur the moment emotions we ain't talking gut feelings we're talking just i'm mad and i don't like it i'm not gonna do that so you quit and then you say uh-oh what did i do <laughs> And you can't go back, because once you quit, you might have said something that you shouldn't have said. It went out not in the nicest of way. Kind of burned that bridge, and then you can't go back. So you need to do that old thing about when you get off and into a rage or a fit, or you're going to do something that probably don't make a whole lot of sense. You think it's going to make sense, because it'll make you feel good for like a microsecond until you realize what you did. <laughs> kind of like when I have these spiffy sayings I got. I think they're real cool. I think my wife's going to like it, and the minute it comes out my mouth i realized oh bobby you shouldn't have said that <laughs> i could tell from the look on her face <laughs> yeah you can't take it back so when you get that thing in your head like a real good idea or you get that oh, i'm really ticked and i'm gonna quit my job and i'm gonna whatever it is i'm gonna eat 15 cookies and i'm gonna drink a gallon of milk and i'm gonna whatever it is it just common sense tells you it's not gonna be good for you don't do it because it doesn't end well 
One of the stories I tell for sure, I should have held on. I quit a job when I was in the post office, and I had worked the thing where I was going to go to the main place where the where near the airport where the mail comes in, and they got the sorting machines, and I wanted to work on those because I work in electronics and medical equipment. I figured I'd work on that, and I'd get out of carrying mail and running around in the streets in the rain and snow and cold and wind and all that. Well, they told me all you got to do is we'll get you a job as a, a custodian or janitor. I don't I guess they call it environmental service now. Just cleaning up the place. And uh, we got three guys retiring. We got your resume. We know you're good. And as soon as one of those guys retire, we'll put you in the slot. Now, I know I would have had to trust them for that one. But let's just say they were going to actually do what they said they were going to do. And all I had to do was wait and get transferred. Well, I went on vacation. And then I came back, and I had a whole bunch of mail, and I was, uh, people, when they take over your route, they kind of don't care about it as much as you care about it. And so I had a pile of messes and stuff. I was out in the dark delivering mail, fell off a porch, had a dog bite me. I had a bad day. <laughs> First day back from vacation. So I quit. Are you supposed to give a two-week notice and stuff like that? Uh-huh. I didn't. I just left. <laughs> left him a note. I quit. I ain't coming back. I was so ticked off. I forgot all about that job that I was going to get that I had got promised. And I dug my heels in. You ever dig your heels in <laughs> when you shouldn't? Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do it. Because I dug my heels in. My pride and arrogance got the best of me and I was so mad at them at the place I was at and what they did to me and how they treated me. No, this was just not nice. This wasn't right. So I just said, well, I'm just going to leave and I ain't coming back. They called me and said, please come back. And I didn't just say no. I said... Something I ain't gonna say on this here show because, well, I wanna keep it clean. I'm not sure if that's good enough to do to say that, but I won't say that. So anyhow, I said, no! I ain't coming back. They said, please come back. It'll be okay. We'll be okay. And if I had remembered <laughs> about the deal I was gonna get, if I had just waited, I would have came back and put up with that stuff, but I did not. So what happened? Well, let me tell you what happened. Three weeks later, I got a call from the airport post office. They said, hey, y'all set to come on over. We got the job set up for you. Everything's ready to go. And I said, great. Um, Can I ask you a question? And they said, well, what's the question? I said, "Uh, well, I'm kind of not working there anymore at the uh, post office in the place that I was at. Um, I, I quit. <laughs> and they said, you did what? And I said, I quit. And they said, why'd you do that? And I told them why I did that. And they said, here's the deal. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I said, why not? They said, because it was an internal job, an internal transfer. We had it all set up to where you would just be transferred from where you were. You can't get it from the outside. You got to go through all these hoops and ladders and everything. And you were already in the system. You got to be in the system. And you're not in the system no more. So sorry, dude, but you can't get this job. And I said, oh, well, are you sure? And they said, yep, we're sure. And I said, oh, man. So I told all myself, told you all that story just to let you know, sometimes we get this urge to do something we think is really good or at least justified because we've been treated bad and whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 But in my case, in that story, was that a good idea? No. So how do you avoid that kind of mess? Huh? Uh, well, I'm going to tell you. <laughs>
You avoid that kind of mess by thinking about stuff. When you think you're going to do something, when you think it's going to be a good idea, hey, you better maybe count to ten, and then count to ten again, and then wait. Spur of the moment things when you're in a rage or upset or something is not a good idea. No, it isn't. And if you're going to do something to an excess, that's probably not a good idea in the first place. So you got to kind of sit back and tell yourself to slow down, cool them jets a little bit. So all that said, and I hope it helps you to learn, uh, and maybe if you haven't done it already, uh, if you've never made a mistake like that, well, you're doing real good as a baby boomer. And if you're a young one listening to this, maybe it'll help you not to make mistakes so that when you get to my age, you can avoid all that. If when the time comes that you're going to do something that you deep down know that you shouldn't do, just don't do it. Sounds easy, right? Well, it is. It is easy, but it's hard to implement. You gotta have a little bit of self-control. You gotta have a little bit of self-discipline. Yes! And you have to do the right thing, and you gotta ask yourself some questions. And if you think or you believe in a higher power, you might want to stop what you're doing and say, Hey God, what should I do? And then don't answer the question, because I've done that too. That'll be for another show. I've asked the question of the Lord, and then I answer it before uh, I even wait a microsecond before (laughs) I get an answer. I just ask the question and then say, Yeah, it's a good idea, and it's a good thing, and I'm going to do this. Uh, And I found out something. I ain't God. So sometimes I don't give myself the best advice. One more thing I'll leave you with, because I think I've talked about it in past episodes. At one point, I was trying to be a gazillionaire. I did all these get rid quick, get poor, faster type of deals, got in a ton of tens of thousands of dollars in the debt for monies that I shouldn't have spent on things that I should have known better. Uh, when I first started out, I was hoping things were going to be good. It's kind of like when people buy a lottery ticket. They sure, they plunk that money, sure, hoping they're going to win. But after a while, you figure, you know what? Unless I just don't mind losing this money every week or whatever it is that people play the lottery. On the off chance that I might get hit by lightning and win, uh, then uh, you should do that. Just don't do it. And so after a while, I got to learn, and I could tell when, you know, when they try to sell you something, and they're telling you how you're going to get rich if you do what they're doing, and chances are they ain't doing that anyhow. But they're in this big old rich car, got a lot of money in their hand. They got these beautiful girls all over them. Or if they're girls, they got all this jewelry and nice, cool-looking stuff, living in front of a mansion and all that. After a while, you get to learn, it's like they're kind of, most of those get-rich-quick things are pretty similar. And they're promising you... The hope. Well, I didn't get rich on any of them. Some of them you could if you wanted to do unethical and kind of nasty things. And you got to lie, cheat, steal, do things that's just not right. And, uh, yeah, I'd buy it with things in mind. And then when I saw what they wanted you to do, I'd say, oh, so be careful of things like that. So whatever it is somebody's trying to sell you, convince you to do, get you to give up something of yours or whatever. If it sounds too good to be true or you got that thinker and your thinker, your knower and the gut feeling to not do it, hey, don't do it. Just don't do it. That's what I have for you today. I hope that helped you to avoid some of the hassles I have gone through in my life. I hope it makes things a little easier for you and you'll remember Bobby's silly stories and go, I sure don't want to do that. So, I hope that helped you and that is what I have for you today and I hope you come back for the next episode. Next episode is going to be Just Do It. Yeah, what are we going to just do? Well, you got to come back for that one to find out. But until then, this is Bobby the Boomer, the baby 
baby boomers, buddy, your buddy, saying to you goodbye and God bless.